Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back to the History AI Podcast, where history comes alive through the lens of artificial intelligence. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today's episode is a deep dive into one of the most pivotal battles in the history of the Americas, the Battle of Kajamaka. That's right, Marco. But before we get into the thick of it, a huge thank you to our listeners for your continuous support. Remember, you can rate, follow, and share our podcast. And don't forget to send us your topic suggestions on social media. Let's set the stage for the Battle of Kajamaka, taking a step back to look at the world before this monumental clash. The Inca Empire, under the leadership of Atahualpa, was a sprawling civilization that dominated much of South America. With a vast network of roads, sophisticated agricultural practices, and a rich cultural heritage, the Inca Empire was a beacon of prosperity and organization. And it wasn't just peaceful advancements, right Marco? The Incas were also warriors, having expanded their empire through a series of conquests which, ironically, left them vulnerable due to internal strife and newly conquered, resentful territories. Exactly Chuck. Meanwhile, across the ocean, Europe was buzzing with the spirit of the Renaissance and the Age of Discovery. Spain, having just concluded the Reconquista, was eager to expand its influence and wealth. Enter Francisco Pizarro, a man of ambition and a veteran of Spanish conquests in the Caribbean. Pizarro's story is one of rags to riches, from a swineherd in Spain to a conquistador. In 1528, he made his way to the New World, driven by tales of a wealthy empire in the Andes. His journey was fraught with challenges, including navigating treacherous politics back in Spain to secure support for his expedition. And let's not forget the global context. The Spanish and the Portuguese were racing to claim new lands, following Columbus's voyages. This era was marked by the first interactions, often violent and exploitative, between European powers and the indigenous peoples of the Americas. Right, the stage was set for a clash of civilizations. One, an ancient empire at the peak of its power but riven by recent civil war, the other, a rising European power driven by a hunger for gold, glory, and spreading Christianity. The collision of these two worlds at Kajamaka is not just a tale of a battle but a pivotal moment that would reshape the history of an entire continent. Diving into the planning of this audacious operation, Francisco Pizarro's strategy was rooted in a blend of daring and deceit. He had learned from previous expeditions about the importance of surprise and psychological warfare in facing larger indigenous armies. That's right. Pizarro and his men landed on the coast of Peru in 1532, with a force that was, frankly, minuscule compared to the mighty Inca army. We're talking about fewer than 200 men, but what they lacked in numbers, they made up for in technology and tactics. These Spaniards were armed with steel swords, crossbows, and a few arquebuses, early firearms. They also had horses, which were completely unknown in the Americas and would have appeared almost supernatural to the Incas. And let's not forget the armor Marco. While the Incas had quilted armor and shields made from wood and leather, the Spanish conquistadors were clad in steel, a significant advantage in combat. On the other side, Atahualpa's army was vast. Estimates suggest he had tens of thousands of warriors. These warriors were seasoned, having just won a brutal civil war against Atahualpa's brother, Huascar. The Inca troops were equipped with weapons like slings, clubs, spears, and bolas. 
They were skilled and formidable, but not prepared for the type of warfare the Spanish brought to their shores. Absolutely, Chuck. Atahualpa's confidence, however, may have been his undoing. He underestimated the Spanish threat, considering them a minor nuisance rather than a formidable enemy. This overconfidence led him to meet Pizarro with a smaller escort rather than his entire army. Pizarro's plan hinged on a surprise attack and capturing Atahualpa. He drew inspiration from Hernán Cortés' encounter with Aztec Emperor Moctezuma II. The idea was to use the emperor as a puppet to control the empire. This strategy required careful timing, secrecy, and a brutal willingness to use violence. Pizarro positioned his men in and around the town of Cajamarca, where the meeting with Atahualpa was to take place. His men hid in buildings and around the central plaza, waiting for the right moment to strike. The stage was set for one of the most dramatic and consequential encounters in the New World. A small but technologically advanced force, poised to strike at the heart of one of the largest empires on Earth. The Battle of Cajamarca, which took place on November 16, 1532, was not a battle in the traditional sense. It was a calculated ambush that changed the course of history. Atahualpa, unaware of Pizarro's intentions, entered the plaza of Cajamarca with a large retinue, but crucially, they were unarmed as a sign of peace. That's right Marco Atahualpa's entry into the plaza was a display of royal grandeur. He was carried on a litter, adorned with feathers, gold, and silver, surrounded by his nobles and attendants. The Spanish were hidden in buildings around the plaza, their presence masked by the structures of Cajamarca. The tension was palpable. The Spanish priest, Vicente de Volvelde, approached Atahualpa, offering him a Bible and urging him to accept Christianity and the sovereignty of the Spanish king. This moment is crucial, Chuck. Indeed, Marco. When Atahualpa, unfamiliar with books, threw the Bible to the ground, Valverde called for attack, using this as a pretext for violence. This was the signal Pizarro was waiting for. Pizarro's men, armed and ready, burst from their hiding places. The sound of gunfire, unfamiliar and terrifying to the Incas, filled the air. The Spanish cavalry, an unseen terror to the Incas, charged. The Incas, caught off guard and without their weapons, were in disarray. The Spanish tactics were ruthless. They aimed to sow panic and confusion, targeting the nobles and capturing Atahualpa. The plaza turned into a scene of chaos and carnage, with the Spanish exploiting their technological advantages to the fullest. The Incas fought back bravely, but they were at a severe disadvantage. Their attempts to protect Atahualpa proved futile against the firepower and armored horses of the Spaniards. Within a short period, the Spanish had gained control of the plaza, and Atahualpa was a prisoner. It's important to remember Marco, that this wasn't a large-scale battle involving thousands of troops clashing. It was a targeted, strategic move by Pizarro to capture the Inca ruler and gain leverage over the empire. Absolutely, Chuck. The aftermath was devastating for the Incas. The capture of Atahualpa disrupted the Inca command structure and left the empire vulnerable. The psychological impact of the ambush and the capture of their divine ruler cannot be overstated. This battle, or rather, this ambush, would mark a turning point in the history of the Americas. A small Spanish force had effectively toppled the leadership of one of the most powerful empires of the time. In the chaos of the Battle of Cajamarca, there were individuals whose actions stood out, shaping the course of the encounter. On the Spanish side, Francisco Pizarro himself played a pivotal role. 
He led the charge to capture Atahualpa, risking his own life in the process. His leadership and audacity in orchestrating the ambush were crucial. Another notable figure was Hernando de Soto, who led the cavalry charge. His skill as a horseman and his command of the mounted troops were instrumental in the success of the Spanish strategy. The cavalry's speed and the shock effect of the horses, which the Incas had never seen before, were decisive. On the Inca side, the bravery of Atahualpa's guards and nobles was evident. They threw themselves in harm's way to protect their emperor, showcasing their loyalty and valor despite being unarmed and taken by surprise. They tried to form a protective ring around Atahualpa, though ultimately unsuccessful against the armed Spaniards. The tactics employed by Pizarro were a blend of psychological warfare and military innovation. The Spanish made effective use of their limited resources, leveraging the element of surprise, steel weaponry, and horses to devastating effect. Absolutely, Chuck. The use of guns, though limited in number, created fear and confusion among the Incas. The noise and smoke from the arquebuses were something the Incas had never experienced. And let's not forget the strategic positioning of the Spanish forces. Pizarro's men were hidden in buildings and around the plaza, allowing them to encircle and overwhelm Atahualpa's retinue quickly. This tactic of ambush, rather than a head-on battle, was key in facing a much larger force. The battle also showcased the tactical disadvantage the Incas faced due to their unfamiliarity with Spanish warfare methods and technology. Their lack of preparation for such an encounter, along with the absence of their main army, left them vulnerable to the Spanish surprise attack. Indeed Marco. The Battle of Caamarca is a stark example of how tactics, technology, and psychological warfare can turn the tide in a conflict, even when one side is vastly outnumbered. The aftermath of the Battle of Cajamarca was profound and far-reaching. With Atahualpa in captivity, the Spanish conquistadors had effectively decapitated the leadership of the Inca Empire. This single event set the stage for the rapid collapse of one of the most powerful empires in the Americas. The capture of Atahualpa led to a power vacuum within the Inca Empire. The Spaniards used this to their advantage, manipulating Inca politics and playing rival factions against each other. This internal division greatly facilitated Spanish conquests in the following years. Atahualpa, in an attempt to secure his release, offered a ransom to Pizarro, a room filled with gold and silver. This ransom, one of the largest in history, was delivered, but Pizarro reneged on the deal, executing Atahualpa in 1533. The execution of Atahualpa marked the end of the Inca's independent rule. It symbolized the brutal reality of the Spanish conquest, which was marked by greed, betrayal, and a ruthless quest for wealth and power. The Spanish quickly established control over the Inca capital of Cusco, and in 1535, founded the city of Lima. This marked the beginning of Spanish colonial rule in Peru, which would last for nearly three centuries. The cultural impact of the conquest was equally significant. The Spanish imposed their language, religion, and customs, leading to a profound transformation of the indigenous culture. However, elements of Inca culture, such as architecture, agriculture, and language, survived and continue to influence modern Peru. Economically, the influx of Inca gold and silver had a dramatic impact on the European economy, particularly in Spain. This wealth fueled further exploration and conquests, but also contributed to long-term economic challenges, including inflation. The Battle of Cajamarca and the subsequent fall of the Inca Empire are often cited as a turning point in world history. 
they symbolize the dramatic and often tragic consequences of the collision between the old world and the new. This event also led to a rethinking of colonial practices and the treatment of indigenous peoples, though such reflections came much later. The legacy of Kajamaka continues to be a topic of debate and reflection, especially in discussions about colonialism and its lasting impacts. Absolutely Marco Kaamarka is more than just a historical event, it's a lesson in the complexities of human history, the consequences of conquest, and the resilience of cultures in the face of overwhelming change. The immediate human cost of the Battle of Kajamaka was staggering, especially for the Inca. While exact numbers are debated, it's believed that thousands of Inca warriors and nobles lost their lives in the ambush, a significant loss considering the elite status of many who were present. In stark contrast, the Spanish suffered minimal casualties, if any. This asymmetry in losses highlights the lethal effectiveness of their tactics and the element of surprise. It also underscores the devastating impact of European military technology on indigenous populations. The psychological impact on the Inca people was profound. The capture and execution of Atahualpa shattered their faith in the divine nature of their emperor and demoralized their army. It was a blow from which the Inca Empire never truly recovered. In the longer term, the fall of Cajamarca had cascading effects. The Spanish conquest led to significant demographic changes. Diseases brought by Europeans, such as smallpox, decimated the native population, who had no immunity to such illnesses. The cultural impact was also immense. The Spanish imposed their language, religion, and customs, leading to a hybridization of cultures. Indigenous traditions were suppressed, and the Inca's sophisticated systems of administration and communication were dismantled. Economically, the influx of precious metals from the Americas into Europe had far-reaching effects. It contributed to a period of economic growth in Europe but also led to inflation and other economic disruptions. The environmental impact was significant too. The introduction of new crops and livestock from Europe altered the landscape and agricultural practices in the Americas. Kamarka also had a lasting impact on global politics and power dynamics. It marked the beginning of European dominance in the Americas and shifted the balance of global power towards Europe. This event is a crucial chapter in the narrative of colonialism and its consequences. The legacy of Kajamaka is reflected in the ongoing debates about the ethics of conquest, the rights of indigenous peoples, and the impact of colonialism on world history. Kajamaka serves as a poignant reminder of the complexity of history, a story of conquest and resilience, loss and legacy, that continues to resonate in the modern world. This battle reshaped the course of history in the Americas. And as always, we appreciate you joining us on this journey through history. Don't forget to rate, follow, and share the History AI podcast. We love hearing your thoughts and suggestions. Until next time, keep exploring the past. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now.